Hello, Nigel and Alana. Hello. Morning, TK. I love the weekly review. We're in Go Week. <laughs> Frickin' love Go Week. Lots happened this week and um, I've been looking forward to this literally all week. It's actually been quite distracting to be honest with you. I think um, I find myself daydreaming into what we're going to talk about because I enjoy this so much. Daydreaming? I sit next to you. <laughs> you don't daydream, you talk. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't say it's not effective daydreaming. <laughs> I'm only using one half of my brain. Yeah, and he's literally time. putting all of the thoughts into the person that will put it into action. So <laughs> the, the execution machine. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what Lana is. Yes, we had a we had a blow up yesterday, didn't we? Oh, we did. Lana got a little bit sick of my ideas through the day, just <laughs> niggling, niggling, niggling. So two, two moments here. For four hours, I started noting it down. Every average of 17 minutes, Tim would come to me with a question, a comment, asking me to do something all around the podcasts. So I moved <laughs> and he started texting me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I know that if he's actually got something, I put a level between us. So I moved Good. upstairs into here. So I know whenever I hear someone walking, I just go, that's TK. And then it comes in and you go, okay, what's the thought he's this got time? The idea. Oh, okay, okay, you two pipe down. You're getting a little confident now that we've done a few of these. And it's you're exciting. Really... It's the launch week. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I think the word jerks is probably a bit too strong, but um, just pipe down, you two. I, can, I just realised that Nigel's put a floor between us in the office and Lana <laughs> has updated her noise-cancelling headphones. It's all making sense to me right now. <laughs> I can't help it because I am very, very excited. Now, um, this week in review... Obviously, it was the official week that our podcast was put on publicly. So yep. um, if we had some sound effects and upgraded our audio equipment. So I'll just clap out there so if you can hear that. That's Do, do you not understand post-production? <laughs> <laughs> Evidently not. <laughs> Listen, as far as I'm concerned, you put a mic here and say just talk and I'll tell you when to shut up or I'll hold a little sign up saying... <laughs> Which contextualises a lot of our conversation. <laughs> I actually, I wish that was a thing we had in all life. It was just a, <laughs> just say this and then go back into your little box. <laughs> a little mute button for everyone. Um, but, okay, well, Nigel, let's, let's start because um, you, you're, you're in lead of this project and it's a significant one in terms of... Um, our focus and future and it's a long-term project. So it's like for me feels like breaking ground on a development or something like that. You know that's going to be years before you can actually um, you know, finish it up and see the finished product. But yeah. we've broken ground. The um, shovel is in the soil. We've taken that first spoonful out and the process now begins and it's a long, long journey. How, um, how are you feeling? I'm really good about it. It's um, a – physicalization is something that we talk about often before what's the difference between a discussion and a decision you press you know, so we've obviously recorded a few of these before launch and having to go back and listen to these multiple times um you hear the discussion that thing and you can become very insular in here because i'm just talking to you guys you forget there's an audience out there yep. but anything that we go oh yeah no let's do that like hey, let's do five podcasts a, a week, Yeah, um, is a discussion point until you go, no, that's now on record, we've committed to it, we've pressed launch. Now it's gone from discussion, decision, action, reality of what that means. So mm. it's a definite acceleration of everything and that accountability side of things. So part of me loves past Nigel, part of me <laughs> wants to junk punch him. 
essentially. No reason not to. Uh, <laughs> well, in terms of the commitment uh, that we've made and actually now what that means in um, the word you use, physicality or something that was a word a like physicalization that. of oh, the stuff we've talked must about. Must be a word he uses in the gym. Uh, <laughs> and that's number one. But... But that's pretty. That's pretty important to yeah. to start thinking about because obviously we've made a, a commitment. Not just you know publicly, that's fine. There's not enough people listening that would um, hold us to it. Hmm. But we've made a commitment to our staff. We've made a commitment to um, yeah, you know obviously our our agency that we're going to produce a certain amount of content. Um, and really, it's a pluck it from the air type scenario. And and maybe this is a, a process that we've used over our our lives or me particularly in terms of how we run businesses is essentially we used to call it just have a smack at it. Yep. Let's let's go hard now. Let's put a lot out there and then let's start refining based on the amount of data coming in or, um, you know, direct feedback. So do you feel we've gone too heavy too early? No, I don't think we have. I think that this is the way that we do things. And I think um, the reasoning behind why we did it makes perfect sense to it. Now it's moving things. It's a refinement of the idea. So there's a difference between five one-hour podcasts or one-and-a-half-hour podcasts and going, okay, now we're going to put five out there. They're across different topics to see what grabs and what people are paying attention to and what they need. Now how's the best way to actually deliver it to them in the way they want, not the way we think they want? Because we've got enough data coming in from the back end about – where people are downloading, what time they're downloading, how long they're listening to episodes, mm. that we can refine it back. Um, but at first you just got to go, this is um, – I think I was just listening to a previous podcast of the Loud Days one yeah. and Lana was talking about educated guesses and the science behind the, – the reasoning behind why you're doing it. You go, well, this is an educated guess as to what people would like. Now we need the feedback from our direct audience or our clients to go what's exactly what they want and how can we package it in a way that's going to serve them the best, not just to serve our own ego. Mm. It's an interesting – just hearing you say that, it's very interesting because I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm trying to work out why my brain's going, who cares what they want? Um, <laughs> and no, and not, in a, not in a negative way because we're trying to – you know, I'm not trying to be a smart aleck that we want to build um, something of value for people yeah. but also – I think there's that line that we have to consider then around what we're doing because this is it's obviously got a, a strategic plan behind it but not so much that it's leading to a direct product or it's leading to a direct – this is more uh, I would say falls into the values side of our business which is how can we contribute to people who might not have access to consultants, to performance consultants, to people who can help grow their business might be early on where you know they literally just – this could help them just hearing a few things, just maybe feeling more comfortable in the process they're in, mm. um, even bigger business owners that don't know where to, to grab, whatever it is, it, trying to not be dictated by – because I got some interesting feedback this week with our podcast too. And Lana, sorry, I'll bring you into this, Nigel, and I've just gone off on a tangent. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> Fine by me, I've got my coffee. Yeah, go, you just in- <laughs> um, But just you get a lot of direct feedback friends family um, clients your current network and things like that and everyone's obviously very excited week one because it's a it's week one something interesting it's a new shiny and everyone's you know giving comments on it but you start to actually hear the amount of comments around oh you know that's a lot won't people get bored of hearing that much of you or um, is that you know what is that really about then and you start to run through your own filters in your brain around 
you're right, is that something? And then you forget that, wait a minute, it's not about anyone else. This is week one in a plan we're doing. Why am I even letting this affect me? It's nice to get some feedback, but stick to the, stick to the plan until we've got the real data that tells us whether any of that's. It's, it's funny how much been considering others' opinions and we're three days in. Yeah, but the, that's interesting because you're, if we're using the common terminology, you're the star, of, you're the vehicle of this because you host all of the different podcasts. No, no, let's let's stick with star. <laughs> but you're getting uh, personal comments from your network and people talking about the thing. I've not had that. What I'm looking at is how long people are listening to, which episodes um, are downloaded more. So I'm pu- going purely on data and all I'm getting is feedback. You go, oh, this person said this. And I go, I really don't care what you say. It's how long you're going to listen to it. Well, that's true and, and Lana will be able to chime in here because um, – also, you know, okay. we're putting the digital hat on at times. Yep. For me, it's it's nice to see data, which is great. You get a few downloads, and um, I think we're, you know, we don't know how. I think we're three days in, and we've had two hundred and fifty. Yep. I have no idea in terms of a benchmark whether that's good, bad, indifferent, horrible. It's no idea. I don't know if we, if anyone else who's got more experience in this would actually literally say, uh, no, you know, I. Stop doing it. You're, you're never going to be successful. I have no idea. But um, it's more around those – it's an irrelevant number because it's about the audience we're trying to connect with. If we're getting a whole lot of people that don't own businesses or aren't interested in business or aren't career orientated, then is that really helpful? Is the idea here to create an entertaining um, podcast that people – don't want to listen to as in our core audience so to me the clicks are almost irrelevant this time anyway i want to hear who are the type of people that are interested hi lana hi tim <laughs> so we've probably gone off on a heavy tangent um that was a nice monologue <laughs> monologue yeah okay how's your week been confronting wow big word yeah why yeah. not really <laughs> Three syllables. Yeah, uh. I'm, I'm really hoping you can um, digest that, that length of word, Lana. Because if not, we got some serious Bigger problems. Yeah, yeah, it's not, not. Yeah, how's your week been? Confronting. <laughs> Why? Because uh, I hate public. I'm not a public person. I don't enjoy it in any way. I am behind the scenes in everything that I do by choice, and I don't like listening to my voice on podcasts in public. Mm. Yeah, I, that's that's been my week of dealing with this side of things. And are you used to it yet? No, I hate it. I still hate it. Even the other the other morning, Tim said he uh, he was out with his friends, and these these friends are very loyal friends, but they give their honest opinion, mm-hmm. honest feedback. And one of them <laughs> said that he loved all the podcasts. But um, he had a least favourite and the least favourite was the one that I was on. And I thought, oh, you don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously nothing to do with me. But um, And I'm also filtering the feedback just yeah. to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> make sure I prefer them. Um, yeah, it's just for me it's a whole new world and it's not something that I ever really wanted to I, – I do not want to be a public person. So it's just working through that and having to listen to my voice on social media as I'm putting up all of the posts and making sure that the language is right and the copy is added to it, which I'm sure Nigel goes through daily. Uh, yeah, I, I cannot get Tim's voice out of my head. Yeah. 
at this point because we're doing a bunch of stuff outside the podcast which is also recorded, which also requires a <laughs> lot of re-listening to. So there's a lot of secondary gain in doing this as I can see. Right? You basically he just filters into your dreams. <laughs> just the voice. <laughs> God, that's the day that I just go, I might need a day or two off yeah. at this point. Um, um, yeah, so that's that's been it for me and interesting in the way of actually having what I would deem a client in the office. So I would be the internal digital department for Philodomo yep. and experiencing what clients feel putting up a post, which for us is second nature. That's what digitally we do. Yep. Um, some people can spend hours getting the right content and the right post and so that's been quite eye-opening for me as well, seeing what that actually is for the client. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Now, we've probably got to think about that a little bit, Nigel, because we've got a Judas in our midst. So <laughs> we're trying to get this high, as highly exposed as possible. We've got someone who's subconsciously not wanting to have any sort of public profile. I mean, do we need Scratcher? <laughs> did, did you just publicly put a hit on your wife? Yeah. Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah, evidently so. Um but no, it's, it is a little confronting. I mean, I, I think all of us, uh, Lana's verbalising it, but all of us have been probably for the last, oh, you know, 20 years as social media and these platforms have changed and it's not that we didn't have access because we ran a production company, we ran a social media agency. Um, we, we basically ignored the things we were doing for clients because we're all fairly... Um, I wouldn't say I was going to say humble, but that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say we weren't, uh, we didn't want to be public for no other reason. I think it's probably more an upbringing type thing of you do your, you do your, your work and you do it well, and uh, you know a working class uh, backgrounds which we all sort of have in. Some. We come from hardworking families that yeah. praise is not associated to doing the job because yeah. you do the job because you do the job, yeah. not. Yeah. Praise. Yeah, Lana. Lana will tell you a story about being at school where you know, you get an award and then you well you take it off uh, you take it off and you put it in your pocket when you come off stage because you don't want to gloat or be like Please. that's the level of I never got <laughs> school awards. That was winning at rowing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't allowed to wear the medals as soon as we got off the stage because that was being a show pony. You take that medal off, even though we won head of schoolgirls or whatever it was, weren't allowed. So. Yeah. Wow, what a lesson. to t oh, Was that from teachers or from... From the coaches. From the coaches. You're yeah. good because you're good, not because other people know you're good. Yeah, we, and then you see people on fun runs who still have the number on their arm two weeks later because they don't want to wash it off to just ah. to let everyone know they've done a fun run. The finisher teacher. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, you did a fun run. Who was that, 18, uh, 1684? Yeah, when did you do that run? Like, so can I ask you a question about this? Uh, listen, it would be a very boring podcast if there were no questions. Um, I have been wondering this... <laughs> Genuinely, and I thought, you know, why not save it for public? <laughs> what? Why now? You've been talking about podcasts and video and media and being being more public for, I'd say, about three years, three or four years. I'm nervous where this is going. I think this should have been in pre-production because <laughs> I don't know if I want to give the true, <laughs> the truth. <laughs> Honestly, why now? What was it in the last... Maybe three months, three or six months. I think that it was um, a meeting pr about two weeks prior. No, a, a month prior to Christmas. Okay, that there was a decision point made. Sweet. What? What was it? That why we want to do this? 
why what's the escalation of been talking about it and we we say the discussion what was the actual decision that said well no we're buying equipment we're committing this time we're moving Nigel into this role we're moving Alana into this role and I'm the star <laughs> 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 what what was it um all right well, yeah well I'll give you the truth then um cuz <laughs> I don't want to lie to our listeners um <laughs> You can call them fans. It's, it's <laughs> your fans. <laughs> I um, it's it's interesting, and I think it's probably an age thing. I want to start with that because, as I've publicly said, I turned forty this year, which feels a little bit ancient. Um, but personally, I feel like I'm eighteen years old in terms of energy, in terms of um, hanging out with other forty-year-olds. You sit there and go, "My God, you feel like you're eighty, like." Uh, nothing's changed for me in the last 20 years in terms of behaviours. You know, we talk, we've spoken about this before. Going to the gym, eating right, having fun, the life. You know, Lana and I um, don't have kids at the moment so we're actually feeling like it doesn't feel any different apart from we seem to have bigger companies, we seem to have a bit more freedom, we seem to – just all these really good things. So we have a very um, – at the moment a very enjoyable sort of life. Well, that's fair to say. But it, for me uh, – I found myself getting very, very angry um, probably the last couple of years and it's angry around a lot of the public voices um, that you see particularly you know, in our networks that people have got really loud voices and they've made a lot of – last few years they've made a lot of noise on social media they've done a lot of positioning and they're – almost in many groups being gurus. They're looking like people who are really intelligent, have been really successful. And I found myself getting angrier and angrier because knowing some of these people that they're actually a mess outside their public persona. They're a mess. They're, they have little idea how to run a proper business. They're having clients going in there that thinking these gurus and they're actually just – it's horrible. And I just – I look at the 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 public persona versus – the bullshit that's going on behind the scenes in their life and that they're just completely out of control and actually have little concept or have ever applied things from a point of view of practicality. So they they understand theory and they project it on social. I'm sitting there going, why, why have we been so quiet and why do we spend so much time in our mind doing the right thing, making sure that we're talking about things we've done before, making sure that it's tracked, making sure that everything we do is is done what we believe properly and from a point of view of credibility yet we never speak about it so we're allowing our customers our clients our networks to be exposed to loud noises and because we don't want to be public we feel we're doing the right thing and we're not even putting our hat in the ring and that to me is very weak our obligation is to help people which is we want to help them grow their businesses we want to help them have the best chance to get the lives they want through business being a mechanism and when we're hiding from that and I I felt that we no longer had a choice this is an obligation we have to contribute and we have to stop our own rubbish in our head saying that we shouldn't be public now if this only ever is 250 downloads that's fine i mean i've enjoyed this enough to get everything i need out of it to be honest with you and i enjoy these chats more than anything so if nigel didn't have the record card in there i'd actually enjoy doing this anyway i think it's led to better conversations with you guys it's made me definitely it's definitely made me consider um other things in the business differently because you're always analyzing things you want to talk about but 
I think there's a stage where you, you have to put a line in the sand and, and stand for something. And if not now, when? For me personally and for you guys, um, you know, Nigel and I are a similar age, but Lana, you're, you're a little bit younger than us. I, I don't think we have a right not to go big as in or at least give our opinion in the world and that's fine and no one has to listen to it, no one has to believe it but why wouldn't we share some of our experiences because they've been really great and it's helped a lot of people particularly in our clients. We've had these amazing stories, real stories, people transitioning their lives, people changing their goals and we just don't talk about them and that's just not good enough in this day and age. Like the world has shifted. So That's a really good answer. Did you expect anything less? <laughs> but I think it's um it's just going along that line. Like there's, there's yes, there are a lot of people with voices out there, and um, I, as most people who listen to this know, I am an avid podcast consumer. Um, and Kevin Smith is a big name. He's in in that kind of world, and he's got the, the opinion. He goes, you don't have. You can either choose to be a consumer or a creator. If you're a consumer, you have no right to an opinion on somebody else out there. So us sitting around and if and as you do sometimes that you, you analyse what's going on and go, oh, they're full of shit for this or they do this or they do this. And I go, well, we're not doing anything. So yeah. what is my right to actually have an opinion? At least they're out there and doing something. So I'm, I'm just going, okay, now that we're on it, let's go out and actually create and let other people um, have an opinion of us. Yeah, can, can I add to that? If you, A of highlight course. of my week, and this is going to embarrass Nigel, Oh, good. <laughs> but has been seeing the change in Nige from a cre- – I'll say from a creative point of view was however many months ago feedback affected you differently whereas now you've got a job to do and feedback is – whether or not you agree with it, feedback is to make your job and your output better. And we had a really great discussion. I think it was uh, two days ago we were talking about some creative form of the podcast which meant that Nige would have to go back and change all of the things. <laughs> all of the pieces of content. His whole month of work. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> and Tim, you were trying to be really nice about the change. Trying. <laughs> and you, you were absolutely, I'll say, laying it on in terms of trying to make it an inclusive discussion when in actual fact both <laughs> Nigel and I know it's Tim de- Tim's yep. decision. And Nigel and I were getting frustrated not at the decision but we just wanted you to say what you wanted so that we could go and do our job with no good or bad, we just wanted to make the change. And for me that was really great to see that it's not that it was ever personal but there was a little bit of that creative brain of this is my work whereas now you know what you want to do and it's just feedback makes me better. Yeah, all I want to do is and from the position that I'm in at the moment is feed the beast in the way that it needs to be fed yeah. and, yeah. and that meets against – it's that const- – we've had this conversation I think on multiple podcasts and multiple times outside this <laughs> in the real world, eel – um, but about that balance between the creative and the consumer and the commercial creative, yeah, fully tipped over into commercial. Mm. Um, because while I'm part of Philodemo, um, Tim is my client as much as being part of the product as well. So whatever you want, whatever he wants, mm. I just go. I want to deliver against that because one, that's I know he's got the vision for it, and every all the suggestions that he have are to make it better. The things that he's suggesting are things that I don't see because I've got a thousand things to get done. And just go, sweet, just bring it up and I'll change it as quickly as possible. So I'm really enjoying that part of it because the reality is as much as each of these individual episodes um, have their own worth, 
in a lifespan of it, and if we're looking this as a, a long-term thing to do, they're really cannon fodder in a way. Absolutely. So as much as they individually for a person at a certain point may tick over something that is life-changing for them, over the full line of it, you, they don't matter that much as a whole. But when you put them all together, so you just go, well, I can't be tied to Tuesday's episode of X because yeah. the image doesn't work or because we said something a bit funny. There you go. People will build a relationship and they will be forgiving of certain things but they were also doing it in the public eye. So they're going to see a progression and an evolution really quickly. It's, uh, it, uh, I love that. Yeah, I, I love that too, Nigel. And I, you're right in the, the way that I think particularly um, – I'm going to say this without being patronising because it's not a patronising thing. We've known each other a long time. But I think to me there's been a gear shift um, personally that you're running this like a professional department, not that you've never not been professional, but this is – um, there is zero ego around this and I think this is right because we don't expect anything and let's let's be blatantly honest, we're one of 950,000, sorry, we're five podcasts <laughs> of 950,000 in the world that, you know, only the top 10% would ever get really any traction and the top 2% would actually turn it into something commercial. Yeah. So we're so irrelevant and we get that. We're not, you know, we don't have delusions of grandeur here. We're just, this is a contribution and that whole idea of just, I think Nigel's there's it feels very this is not an ego thing let's just let's just keep knocking them out and see what happens so it's a very fun experiment because no one's got any expectations of we don't know what it is for me personally the guys are laughing at me because okay. <laughs> no expectations <laughs> all right so all right call bullshit on that I've got big expectations we're going to play I want to win the whole game but yeah, of course um I just think that for me personally where I'm getting a lot of um, joy from this at the moment is it's probably the most anti how I see the world um, project that we've ever done and for this reason because I'm sitting here and I'm – look, I've got Lana here, I've got Nigel here, I've got now a professional podcast studio. We've got the equipment there, we've got me there that's done 20 hours this week and we've got um, all the other stuff happening. So I go, this is a commitment of 40 hours a week in, in time. And I put a price on all time, as you know. That's the yep. way apart from the optimization and, and all that sort of thing. Um, this is really expensive fodder to, to produce. And it's such an exciting thing that you realize there's so little relevance to each of these ones, even though it's there for, you know, ever. But it's, it's something you produce and then it begins to die straight away. And it's just – it's a really interesting um, investment from a company point of view. And I understand how, how, how the people have really got there, the, the commitment they must have had, particularly people that may not have the resources and build up. But you should be – anyone who's built something like this should be really proud of themselves. It's really tough. It's really tough to – I mean mentally not sitting here having a chat. That's not so tough. But the tough bit is, wow, you actually have to really have faith that you've got to on some level want to contribute and not just think this is going to be some commercially great um, entity. This is actually a very interesting thing for me because this has nothing to do with really um, being commercially sex, uh, successful successful for years and years potentially but it's a huge investment on the upside. I've, I've found that really enjoyable because it feels like um, – it feels like an investment in doing the right thing, not for a commercial outcome, which is weird for us because normally when we're investing in things, it has to be a direct commercial outcome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm enjoying that a lot. 
I don't know why, but I really am. I'd probably look at the company name, mate. Eh? <laughs> 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 it's a, it's, and it's an embodiment of the, the the basic ideal of the company. Everything you're saying is philosophical. Yeah, <laughs> Listen, everything. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you <laughs> telling me the the values of the company because oh, I forgot because they're not ingrained or tattooed on my damn brain. But they're not written on the wall. <laughs> How will we know them? <laughs> the irony is that I'm actually just staring straight at the word philosophical yeah. <laughs> right in front of me. But that's that's fun, isn't it? I mean, it, it really is fun to do. Something something that's um, more about just hopefully we're adding to some value to someone, even if it's just having a familiar voice when they're having stress or, or I, like I really um, – I'm enjoying that way more than I thought I would, like yeah. it really way more. We got a really cute story two days ago about the podcast. So Philodomo put on an ops event. So Philodomo clients came in to help build their systems. Fabulous. One of the guys who was sitting there – brought up that he had watched, uh, listened to the podcast and Tim and I were running this session doing our usual banter and he said to me, it's just like seeing your podcast in real life. (laughs) It starts already. (laughs) (laughs) And he was so excited that he had listened to these people and then he was seeing them. And this is a client who comes into the office every two weeks and has been around for however many months. He knows us. But it was putting the podcast together with, you know, the partnership couple bickering or bantering, whatever you want to call it. He loved it. No, it is all those little fun things. It is fun uh, with something happening that everyone can be involved in and contribute. And actually I'd like to get a few of the clients um, on this at times because they've got some interesting insights in their own lives Mm. and, you know, we're very proud of all our clients but not as proud as they should be of themselves. Can I finish, Nigel, um, I think – I'm going to lose my train of thought. I wanted to finish off the question you asked me around um, why why we're actually doing this. That was me who asked you the question. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's, um, <laughs> let's, let's double shot. Wifey for lifey. <laughs> um, let's double shot that. No, we'll come back to that. I, as a supporting thing also to the, um, the social media and our presence and establishing it, I've personally also been trying to – this is so embarrassing. So – I want to give you just a little bit of context. <laughs> I was the last person on social media. So, and this is where it was. When Facebook first came out, everyone had gone on it and I was that guy that was like, uh, I'll start an account, not putting my photo up. And I got a, got a message from a friend going, it's literally called Facebook. Put your damn face on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but the reason I had to go on it is because I kept missing out on social things because everyone was using Facebook as that. Yeah. And they're like, where were you last night? I'm like, what do you mean? The invite was on Facebook. I go, people are still using that? (laughs) (laughs) And so I was the last guy on Facebook because I'm like, this thing will never take off. And that was when social was start. And then got on it for a month ago, we need to open a social media agency. This thing's going to be huge. I go, no shit, Tim. (laughs) It's already already huge. But anyway, that's when we started started doing that. Um, So this week in terms of because we've started launching all this sort of stuff, it's like I better get on some of the other platforms and (laughs) – to my wife's chagrin, it's um, <laughs> I've been trying to use Instagram, right? And I'm, well, don't get me wrong, I'm not a tech um, uh, luddite. Luddite, I'm not at all. I like I'm get. It. I'm not useless. I'm not like sitting there with mum and dad trying to how do you post a picture. But this week, I found myself doing some very similar behaviours. Like 
I don't really know how to put a story up. I don't know this. And Hence the every 17 minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> annoying me. Yeah, and because we have this um, bet with the agency, I started from zero again. So I started new accounts and, and started putting in practice what is best practice at the moment to see if we could interact it. That's been really difficult. It is <laughs> really, really difficult to think about what you want to put up there. Tell them how long you spent on the caption yesterday that you didn't end up posting. Too long. <laughs> That's how long I spent. <laughs> Can you put a dollar amount to that too long? Yeah. It was literally. He came to me at 11am with a question about it. <laughs> yeah. By the time we went home at 6.30, it still wasn't posted. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Discussion more versus decision. Because <laughs> it was more, listen, and, and I get it. It's. I realise even talking about this that you just post stuff, it's got so little relevance or value that there's it's the trap everyone falls into thinking that there's any real value to each piece of your content. But it makes you think about this in a, a, I guess, a more global view, which is we've got this, we've got, we're putting a lot of investment into doing these podcasts. We're going to start rolling out the channels in terms of video and all that. I hope I haven't spoiled um, reveals, Nigel. Um, (laughs) Or or maybe that's a little Easter egg for those (laughs) listening to everything. But actually then trying to support it with, I want to do the right things in terms of, okay, well, if people need to access this, you should be able to talk to um, people that are interested or hear more. So I need to be more active on these um, platforms. But, gee, it's you just I, – I don't know how all these – I've got new respect for um, quotation marks influencers. It's a serious full-time job to have a profile. Like it's, it's artwork. Your agency thanks you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually – I value you guys more. <laughs> it's really tough. 10 years in and uh <laughs> it's it's not easy because it comes back to and this is why I asked you why now if we're expanding at the rate that yep. we're going to expand and keep and going uh, yes the decision needed to be made part of the decision is the public scrutiny or lack of public scrutiny as could be the case <laughs> the irrelevancy of your life it <laughs> really hurts it doesn't matter if it hurts genuinely or metaphorically but to put yourself out there and to write that caption and what if people respond, what if people don't respond, does that mean I've done something wrong? Is my business going to expand if I do not do this correctly? It's all part of it. It's huge. Really, it's a, been a really interesting week for me because I've allocated 11pm um, to 1am as my Instagram time so I've tried to... I've tried peak time for people <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. on Instagram. <laughs> Maybe have a chat with your agency about posting <laughs> time. Oh, don't, you, don't you two have your feathers up and going, you just wait till next week's numbers are down and I'm just here going, right, who's... One of you's got to go. <laughs> um, yeah, they both volunteered. <laughs> so, but the look of hope in the eyes. There. But in terms of what I've been doing, is something new. Is more searching hashtags and and themes, and just seeing what's happening in our local areas in Australia, local. Um, and you realise that when we when we started off many many years ago, uh, particularly for clients, it was a completely different um, landscape. Looking now, you realise how much it's dominated, particularly the hashtags and things like that by communications agencies. So they're all fighting. It's like watching, um, I felt like it was throwing a little bit of meat into the, the Amazon and Amazon River that all these little piranhas are trying to chip away at likes and getting this and it's the rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. I'm like, oh God, it's actually low level. Not because people aren't trying to do their own local communities, but 
actually seeing how it's almost become a formulaic response to what you need to do to build up your Instagram. And I'm certainly not going to commit to that. Uh, sorry, not committing to the effort that needs to, but there has to be a way to stand out doing what, you know, the, the guys or the gurus around the world are telling you. Everyone's doing this from a communications agency. So it's, it was really interesting to – I was flicking through the, the feed and it was like, oh, oh, no, that's a different agency. They're saying the same thing, saying the same thing in, you know, want of a better um, – but the content's exactly the same and you realise that to actually stand out these days, you actually need to be adding some real value somewhere. To me, that was the bit that it used to just whack things on. Remember when we started Twitter, Lana, and I was just I just said to Lana, I didn't even want to do Twitter but I just wanted to beat Lana in terms of more mm-hmm. followers so I could sit there and go, Lana, look how many fans I've got. So, we, so I was just doing it to see if it would build and it built really quickly and then sort of we deleted it all because it's like, I don't want to use Twitter. But... It was very interesting at that time how easy it was to grow a community now where there's it's very much a mature space. It's If we talk just generally about social media, everyone who's on it now gets what you're doing. It doesn't matter if they're 60, if they're 16, they see through all of the fakeness and all of the formulaic responses and thank you for your comment, we'll come back to you. And so for what you're doing... You can't be like everyone else. You can't be the chatbot that jumps in there and does what you got to do. You can't be the manual chatbot. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yes, true. Um, you can't be the clickbait. You can't be, you can't be what everyone else is because everyone knows what you're doing. And so to stand out from the crowd, you have to create content every day that is different and interesting and not like you know. You talk about the gurus and talking marks. They're all doing the same thing. Yeah. And it's just it's not the, it's not the walking Instagram story of how busy people are. For example, how can we use that and make it different for us? That's the only way you as a business will stand yeah, out. Business guru, very. Let's get the formula together. Sit in a car, <laughs> be video, talk about an insight you've just had. I'm on my way to a meeting. Yep. I'm uh, coming from a meeting. Take a picture <laughs> of the meeting you're about to go in and go, stay tuned, guys. This could this could be good, which basically could be you going to your lawyer because you're being sued or, you know, no one actually <laughs> yeah. knows. Then it's coming out looking like you're really busy and getting to the next thing. Make sure the headphones are on. You don't have really time to, you know, curate this. Like you can see the whole thing. This is how you build a guru-type status. Now, some of them are authentic. Don't get me wrong. The ones who started this and everyone's replicating, uh, power to them. They, they, it's like... Um, Lana, I laugh. It was when um, I think it was your mum that gave me this lesson, which was a bit of a, it was a, a bolt to the head for me because we we're in the, um, I think it was the Met or something like that, and oh god, what a, I sound like a wanker then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shout out to my mama. Yeah, but we we, we were talking through, and and um, she, you know, is is very uh, not only experienced in the art world, but has a hell of a lot of knowledge from her career, and was explaining to me because I'm. Um, probably am a Luddite around art and things like that, not really understanding it. And we were standing in front of a picture and it was basic and and you have all the comments where you have artistic people that are there standing in front of it in the museum and they're looking at it and saying, wow, this is incredible. And I'm looking at it going, it's a blue canvas. Like, it's blue, I could do that. And you, and and your mum said something, it was an off-the-cuff thing, but it actually is like, it, that's everything. And she said, yeah, you can do it, but you weren't the first to do it. And... She was talking about that the genius is in the first one to do it and then it became easy. But the, the gap between genius of it not existing, you getting it to a point, it being so simplistic, of course everyone can repeat it because you're not using 
you're not in the same league of everything that built up to that point. And I just I thought that was such an interesting thing, particularly looking on social media at the moment, is everyone's replicating what the gurus did because they were first. But to just because you can replicate the content, pacing the content, stream, the, all these sort of things, you're not even in the league of understanding the full process to get there and the authenticity. You you just you just look at it and you just realize that you get that feeling that like, oh, they just got no idea versus the ones that power to them. You were the first to do this sort of stuff. That's why you are you and that's why um, this 15-year-old who's being a business guru because they've got an, an Uber black and got their headphones in and pretend they're making moves, it's just it's, – it's light years apart and it's just – for me it was so amazing to now go through the Instagram feeds and realize, all right, the ones who started that – they're the geniuses. They're the one that has got their masterpiece up in the net. The rest of you could absolutely re- replicate that, but you're not in the same league, and you're not not just from a size of who you are. You just the gap between the ones who did it first versus being able to replicate. It's just not even the same. You're not living in the same universe. I just to me that's been a real insight now because like you don't want to be another one of these guys. We should do a fake one. Go for a month, let's replicate exactly that and see what happens. <laughs> if I didn't want to hate myself, then we would do that, but let's let's not. <laughs> so in terms of um, this week, what's left for you, Nige? What's the um, what are we what's the focus? Um, what are the things that have cropped up now that we're working with live ammunition? What are and what, what are you doing for this week going forward, particularly what do you have to achieve? So uh, getting achieved, getting the social side of things, all the assets that go around yep. the podcast because you guys do the podcast, leave and it's done. That's the start of a series of works. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> called your job, mate. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but um, there's a lot that goes into that um, for joking. feeding because, yep. uh, because we've got the agency working for us and doing it best practice. Um, so making sure that because five a day is uh, five a week, sorry, there's a lot of assets that need to be created, and there's the potential for a lot of mistakes that can be made because the workflow has to be quick and it has to be pumped out. Yep. So making sure that the systems on that side of it work, and making sure that we're building the right process moving forward. So now, because we only made this, uh, this is I think week five of that people are listening to, but we only made the decision to do five podcasts last week. Right. Before launch. So that means that in our rollout there's gaps in the um, release dates. Yep. So they need to be refilled. We've made decisions uh, post when we started doing this um, because it went into our discussions and went to um, social about how everything looks in there. So some of the uh, assets that were created earlier uh, are now unusable which yep. need to be redone from that point. So it's catching up from that end and getting in front so that we can put – a lot more planning into the next phase because this is only one part of what we're doing, which is the video production side of things and the video content as well. And we've got some fairly big ideas um, yeah. about how to stand out because we don't want to be the same as everyone else. But that means that there's a lot of work involved in that side of things. But And purely because this isn't just about the social side of what we're doing, this is the business making sure I still carve out time for my other roles within the business, make sure I don't let those slide. Yeah. So for me, there's got to be a little bit of time over the weekend in uh, time management 
going, how do I make sure that everything, nothing slips through the crack because there's a few things that hinge on me within the business. Yeah. Um, and if I let those slide, it doesn't matter what we do on the other side. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. How about you, Lana? I, I, I'm supporting Nigel. So this yep. is a – to add to we made the decision last week <laughs> for five, we also made the decision last week to go live on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is – we're doing best practice as an agency – to help the client, which is not everything is perfect. Yeah, so for those who, who don't know, you can look on the channel. We're actually behind the scenes with the agency each week talking about the strategies that we're implementing and the best practice from agency and trying to be best client to see as an experiment. So the guys uh, have been nice enough at the Loud Days agency to let us ride in behind the scenes. So if you're running a business or have a business or you're interested in the digital world at all, you can actually understand a real client agency interaction and where some of the challenges are and the type of discussions that should be had with an agency if you're choosing to outsource um, obviously the digital marketing side of yeah. your business. Yeah, Yeah. so where um, my, the rest of my week and probably next week is supporting Nigel. So how the assets come through, what that actually means – um, it, the world doesn't change if a post doesn't go up but it changes for the client. And so actually helping with that process um, and helping Tim to navigate what it actually means for him personally. For example, all of the questions that he's got completely relevant and justified, how can we help him to get what he needs from off the podcast onto his personal brand? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of moving parts to it which when you're not live – they're kind of you can go oh yeah we've got the answer to that as soon as it goes live you go no we need to definitely funnel that into like there was a, a, a lot of things came up that I went oh crap okay I didn't know that part of it and shout out to Lance brilliant in being able to help systemize right from the start and make me understand because I'm the same with social I'm on it but I'm a voyeur I, yep. I rarely post I rarely I I've Instagram you sent me a private message on Instagram. and it, I learned that myself. Yeah. <laughs> and I, went, I didn't know you could do that. Oh, look at that. Um, but being able to structure it in a way that is enabling really quick turnaround and really quick adjustments or pivoting um, has been brilliant. So a, a lot would have gone a different direction if it wasn't for Lana's involvement. Yeah. Listen, I want to I want to just bring up that point because I think it's very important um, for anyone listening to me last week when we we're talking about why did you just launch suddenly and i'm not saying i threw my toys out of the cot but it would be pretty much at that point saying i don't really care just go live because the reality is and this is where a lot of business owners make mistakes is they spend so much time doing things that aren't really live so they got an idea about a product they don't tell anyone till it's perfect or they got the perfect marketing material or they've got the perfect way of executing so th there was the tactic was not to create so much pressure on everyone that this would be, um, I guess, not fun or that would create or break people. But the fact that we had to go live meant that the learnings that are coming in are now from live ammunition. So we're having to make adjustments quicker and they're not perfect. Like I'll give you one example so people understand that we're pretty knowledgeable in terms of executing a project. In terms, Lana is, um, you know, top of the tree in terms of our operations manager. Um, Nigel has done this before in a systematic way in terms of content production. But it, it's it's understanding that even when you're doing that to, to have live ammunition and getting that direct feedback, 
we're going to make adjustments. So for us this week that when Nigel spoke about having to change his last month's work is because he put out all this amazing content. He got all the collateral ready for the agency. There's a content um, uh, schedule, so it was all ready. But it wasn't in our actual branding. And so we we all knew that. It wasn't that we were like, oh, wait, that's not in our branding. It was it didn't really matter right now because who cares? Start getting it out there because then we make the change more rapidly because we start to see what's more important at the time. If we didn't do that, we'd be sitting around for another month, month and a half and it's all theory. Right now everything's moving and it's getting changed quick. It's not perfect but that's the point. Most people never put that last level of pressure on which is you're actually now often running and nothing gets changed fast enough. This is why acceleration works. This is why the bold win. Um, I, this is so funny because um – we're in, I'm in a weird time space at the moment. We're producing content now, which is around week five, people they're listening to. I'm doing stuff that's back in week one, week two. Yep. So now I'd just like to just to quote <laughs> oh, uh, someone. He has a poster. From Backable, uh, from Leadership, episode two, uh, something someone very wise said, truly, su- su- truly successful people are always moving. They innovate through execution. That sounds wow. like a damn genius. Who said that? <laughs> Was it the star of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but this, that theme just keeps going through. So yeah. it's yeah, it's just funny that you brought it up because I was literally working on it this morning. <laughs> oh, went, good. <laughs> well, it's a great quote. Yeah. Look well, out for it on our social media. <laughs> you would have already seen it by now. Also, Nigel, where do you order gold microphones? I think we need to make sure that the star does stand out. Like I don't like that we've all got the same looking microphone. Okay, crickets. All right. Um, <laughs> really going down that Kanye vibe. <laughs> yeah. On that note, I guess, um, for me personally, the week coming up, uh, to acceleration points, um, keep the pressure on, let's keep pumping out stuff here because obviously we're not a podcast business. This is a side project of a bigger business that has the priority. So this is a project. So I particularly as CEO have to make sure I don't get swept away in the fluff. Um, this is the fluff at the moment but it has, it's not to um, downgrade its importance but making sure the rest of the company, the rest of the employees and all that realise that the focus hasn't just gone on new media for no particular reason because it's a nice to do. So for me, um, I'm happy with the acceleration at the moment and obviously expect that to keep going in um, the direction it is but I think for us particularly it is, okay, what now needs in the rest of the company, what are our quarterly strategic plans and making sure those things are being executed and um, making sure that everyone feels part of you know, we're enjoying this a lot and everyone's, all the employees are, are starting to enjoy this but making sure that everyone still feels like this is a centralised um, initiative, not just something happening off to the side, which I think is important now that we're public. Yeah, most definitely. Excellent. Well, team, I think we, um, I just want to give you the kudos. We got to the start line. We're live. <laughs> so far, so good. Um, there hasn't really been anything too trolly i think (laughs) maybe because our audience isn't big enough yet but um it's been good the feedback so far has been excellent i hope you out there are enjoying talking about it as i um as we said earlier in this uh cast we're looking for interaction because it helps us you know talk about things that might be more interesting or might be more supporting thank you for those who've privately messaged and supported it is um as i said even though we're quite aware of how this process works it's always nice to get a little bit of feedback and understand that so thank you all that but you guys brilliant we're off to the races we've broken ground 
we uh, the journey begins. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, Nigel. Well, you really went down that motivational route real quick there, didn't you, buddy? Oh, Nigel, it's just you just let it flow through. Just oh, flow you're just the vehicle. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> just the vehicle for the message. <laughs> now breathe. <laughs> Everyone, good, breathe. And if stay tuned for uh, Tim's ASMR. <laughs> yeah, I've already shaved the head. It's one step closer. That's to being a guru. All right. But well done, team. Um, good start. Really, uh, really thank you for all the support and um, we'll keep everyone updated. But until next week, Nigel, yeah. Lana, thank you. Bye. Bye.